Welcome to the Joe Ciccarelli Show, where I coach and inspire you to live your very best life, one step at a time. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 22 of the Joe Ciccarelli Show. Stop trying to change, start optimizing. I want to talk about this today is it's something that's uh, I've seen a lot in coaching. It's really helped me become a much better coach uh, recently, actually, something I've kind of known about uh, in theory, but it's interesting the more you coach, the more you see it in practice, the more obvious it becomes. And I think it's really helpful to people to consider in life. Certainly for me, I'm going to use myself uh, at the end here as one of the couple examples I'm going to talk about when I get into some of the action behind this. But the premise of today's discussion is the fact that I believe, this is my belief, we are all we are all entitled to our own opinion. As we very well know in our political climate here in the U.S., everyone is entitled to their own opinion, and their own tweets, and their own Facebook, and their own Instagram. But my opinion is that people don't really change, uh, or else I think it's very difficult to to really change who you are uh, at the core. Right? I think we are who we are at the core, and I'm sure there's again. I always, whenever I make like statements, maybe I should stop doing this and just be more confident in that what I think is the truth. But I, but I always say I'm sure there's situations where people do change. But I'm a believer that uh, people are who they are. I'm someone who's always been like high energy and excitable. Uh, I get, if you guys know me, you can probably hear my energy coming through on this podcast. One of the best compliments I ever have is my energy. I have great energy. I have great energy. Um, and so, and I've tried this in certain times to kind of slow down. And, and um, well, there's certain ways that I can optimize that energy. And I want to talk about that. In general, I'm going to be a high energy guy. I'm going to be a guy. I get excited. I get people get excited around me. That's just who I am. And um, for me to change that would be disingenuous to who I am. Um, although I see a lot of people, that's exactly what I see a lot of people do, is I try and I think what, what, what happens is people see others who are successful in a particular area of, the, of, of, of life that they're interested in being more successful in, and they assume in order to be successful in that area, I need to change. I need to become different than who I am. And so what we're going to get at to today pretty deep is obviously there's saboteurs involved here. There's a deep sense of uh, just liking who you are, um, figuring out who you are and liking that person, thinking that person's cool. And then a lot of this stuff is a lot easier. But uh, the first couple of things certainly aren't easy for a lot of people is figuring out who you are in a way and um, liking that person. I've, t- I've talked about that with empathy. The way we talk to ourselves is pretty pretty gnarly sometimes, that's for sure. Uh, but the general conception, the, the, the general premise for this whole thing is I, I, I think so often as a coach, as someone who's done this as an individual and people I talk to is like, oh, I need a change. I, I, I need to become someone different in order to find success in life or in a particular area in life. And um, I call bullshit on that. I don't, I don't think that's true. Uh, in fact, I know it's not true. And I think what is true is that we do have the ability to optimize. And today I want to talk about what I think optimization is and how it's different from change in ways I think you can do it. Uh, <clears throat> there, when people want to accomplish things in coaching or in life, they often come in and they have big, big ideas on, 
how I want to be different, right? I want to need to make these wholesale changes in my life. I need to um, start working out in six days a week. I currently don't work out at all. I need to work out six days a week. Uh, I need to start getting on every dating app in the whole world. I need to start cold calling every potential prospect in the whole world. If I can increase my cold calls and I can increase my sales presentations, I can increase my my potential to close deals, uh, whatever it might be, right? There's this sense of when people want to change, they want to make massive action. That's been a big thing. I know Tony Robbins has talked a lot about massive action. And I do believe in... I do believe in massive action in some ways, but for me, the, the most success I've seen people take is, is what I call playing to your strengths. So if you guys have followed me on Instagram, if you don't, you should, at Joe Ciccarelli Coach. Uh, I've, I've, I've done videos on just, or posts on like, just making small change. It doesn't need to be a massive thing, right? Like, so instead of working out six days a week, just try working out one day a week, work out one day a week. And uh, I, I 100% believe in that, but I don't look at that quite the same as what I'm talking about today in, in optimization. When I talk about optimization, I talk about playing to your strengths. So it's can be making small changes, but it can also be making massive changes. It's less about the size of the change and more about playing to your strength and making change in the right department in the right way. Uh, you need to understand where your strength and your weaknesses are. But really, more importantly, you need to understand your strengths. There's an interesting book about this uh, called Strength Finders. And there's an assessment about Strength Finders to help you understand where, where you're strong in life, where, where you're good and where maybe you're not so good. And the premise of the book is uh, most people work on their weaknesses. And I think to me, that's a lot of like, I, I need a change. And what you're saying in some ways is I need to work on areas that I'm weak versus I want to focus on areas where I'm strong. Areas where I know I'm already good and how do I optimize that and translate that into different areas of my life. It's funny when, when, when you're in coaching, when you're working with a client, when they have a big breakthrough in one area of their life, and I've done this in uh, some of my earlier episodes where I did some recorded coaching, when they have a big breakthrough in an area in their life, a really powerful question is, how can this, come up, how can this help you in other areas of your life? And people just kick off. I mean, they absolutely go off on like, oh, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this. And that, that's really the, the power of optimization, right? Because you're finding your strength and then you're using that strength to optimize in all different areas of your life versus saying, okay, this worked for someone else, so now I need to change myself to be more like someone else so that I can get success in that area. Often this comes in in coaching and in life when we try and set goals. So we, our goals are very focused. And, I don't, and I've talked about why I don't necessarily, I'm not a big fan of goals. Uh, I think sometimes in business, they, they can certainly be useful when you're selling. Uh, I'm a salesperson and uh, I've always been, um, but certainly to varying degrees in terms of how, how I measured success within the organization. But, but uh, for any of, in, in business, I can definitely see value in, hey, this year we're going to try and get X amount of sales. You're responsible for X amount of sales and see how you do and then we can kind of go from there. But in life, I think it's hard to say these smart goals of I need to do X amount by X date and X and if I don't, then I'm kind of, then I haven't achieved my goal. Now, I guess if you can be very, very empathetic to yourself when you don't achieve your goal and you can say, hey, that's okay, I did a good job, let me rework some of my goals, then goals can be useful. But most people aren't. Most people say, I didn't hit the goal because I suck. And when they say I suck because I didn't hit the goal, then the judge, uh, the saboteur comes in, things get out of control and... We, we're a failure. 
versus when we look at trajectory, how well, you know, in general, do I feel like I'm moving in the right direction, um, envisioning what the right direction could be, yada, yada, yada. You guys understand that I've talked about that before. But when goal setting is focused too much on changing, what we're trying to really do in many cases is we find ourselves trying to become someone else. People come into coaching and they say, well, uh, I need to be more assertive. So in order to be more, whoa, whoa, why do you need to be more assertive? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? No one, the end game for most people isn't, I need to be more assertive. The end game is I need to be more assertive so that I can. And for me as a coach, I've gotten better at it. Um, and I'm still not great at it, but I, and I need to continue to get better at it. But is 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 focus when someone comes in and says something like that? It's like, well, why? And what's behind that? And what are you trying to attain? And why are you trying to attain that? And let's talk about that. But unfortunately, uh, as individuals, we we measure ourselves against other people, and when we measure ourselves against other people. We're focused too much on. Well, this person was successful, so here comes my judge saboteur that says, well, they're successful, so you're not successful uh, unless you do what they do. So you need to be, so they're assertive. Someone comes into their work and they just tell people what to do. They're very direct, they're very assertive, and that works for them. So I'm sitting on the sidelines, my client, my, my made-up client here is sitting on the sidelines and saying, well, God, I need to be more assertive because that's how I'm going to get success. So then they try and change. And then they try and become more assertive and they fail at it because it's not them. It's not who they are. And they fail at it and then they think they're a failure and then here we go. We're back where we started with, with um, smart goals. Same, same type of thing, right? I'm going to try and do something that um, maybe, maybe is or isn't right, but regardless, if I don't do it the way that I think it needs to be done because of what, I'm ba- because of what other people have had success in, uh, I'm not going to be successful. And here goes the saboteurs. And l- let's talk about for a second why we, why we do that. It's really hard to figure out who we are. It's really hard to define success. I've um, always found my way. This is me speaking personally now, Joe. I've always found my way in my career into like really ambiguous roles. And then I get into them and I complain about them. I'm like, well, I wish I had more direction. I wish I knew what success looked like. Uh, and then having managed people in previous positions, uh, you want, as a manager, uh, you want people that can come in and kind of figure stuff out. Those are the most successful people. And I've had people that come to me and like, well, I don't really know what success looks like. What exactly do I need to do to get a raise? And I, I shouldn't even be mocking them in that way because it's, it's a fair question, but in many ways, that's what we're trained to do, right? We need to come in. What specifically do I need to do? I mean, we, we sit here right now, we're going to buy, um, and maybe someday I'll offer something like it, but I hope it's, um, you know, in, in, we want specific direction and you know what, to be fair, I do offer it. I mean, that's a big part of what I do is I want to provide specific direction for people on how to be successful, uh, because it's really hard to figure it out on your own. That's what it comes down to. And it's funny, I'm just kind of realizing this as I talk about it, but a big part of why my podcast uh, is six is is and what I do is successful and going to continue to be successful is because uh, I break it down for people, and most of us want it broken down. That's just the truth, right? If you're listening to this and you're finding value in the actionable approach I take, that's because I'm giving you actionable steps to do. But realistically, uh, if you came with me as a coach, I wouldn't be giving you those steps. 
Um, and even a lot of the steps I give you aren't directions for you as much as they are directive steps on how to figure it out for yourself. I, I, I guess in that sense, I'm, I'm, I, I guess I, I, my action is strong, but the action is based around you figuring it out for yourself versus here's a step-by-step, do this, say this, do this, say this, uh, feel this way, do X amount of this. And that's what we strive for. We all just want direction. We want to be told what to do. And um, I guess I could sit here and ponder and speculate on what's deep, deep beneath that. I, maybe in some ways it's the way we grew up. Success in school was do get figure out this on this test and um, you can get an A. And if you get an A, you'll be successful because then you can go to college and yada, yada. So that's probably a big part of it is really where we take direction from our parents. Uh, it's funny. I have a good friend of mine who really focuses on um, letting his, his daughters figure it out on their own. And very, very uh, self-directed learning. The My wife, Natalie, and I were at, uh, we we're looking at houses and we were at a um, place this weekend and they had a Montessori school. And so we were doing a little bit of research on the Montessori school. And, and that's what they, they, they focus on. I'm sure you guys have heard of it, is self-directed learning. So it's a different type of learning for kids. And maybe that's a great thing. Probably is a great thing versus most of the learning that we grew up in is do this, do this, do this to be successful. So of course, now as adults, we want that playbook. We want to be told what to do to be successful so we can do it. That was kind of a tangent. I'm, let me see how I can loop that back now. So, that's right. So the, the, the problem with that is when we don't know how to do something or we're struggling in something now, we can go to Instagram or we can go to our friends or we can look at other people and see, well, what are they doing to success? And I just need to do exactly what they're doing. And that's the mishap. So that's, that's the connection there is... We're, we're predetermined to base ourselves off others. And when we're doing that, we're immediately taking our, our, the most, our, our most useful power is who we are deep down. That's where, the, that's where the gold is. We immediately cover that and say, that doesn't help us. Let's figure out how someone else how can be successful. So I, I think I beat a dead horse on that one pretty good. I, I, th- I think you guys understand that. Um, and the advantage of getting good coaching or the advantage, that's why I always point people to a journal because there are ways to coach yourself. Uh, for any of you guys that follow David Goggins, I mean, God, he's fantastic. He's absolutely fantastic. If you haven't read his book, I would highly recommend you read his book or at least go on his Instagram. You can just type in, I don't know his handle, but just type in David Goggins and listen to some of the stuff. I mean, he's crazy. Very, very different type of motivation that I certainly provide. Very intense. was a Navy SEAL, but, um, very, very focused on going in there and just giving yourself 100% and always asking for more. And one of the things that he does to coach himself, it's a really cool thing, is when he feels really lazy, lethargic, or um, not disciplined, he'll, uh, and he doesn't use the word saboteur, it's exactly what he does. He takes out his cell phone, he puts on audio record, and he talks from the saboteur voice. It's five o'clock in the morning. I don't want to get up and do this run. I just want to lay in bed. And think about when you when you do like put stuff off, like the stuff you say, like the, the absolute bullshit excuses. Like, well, no, I can just lay in bed. I'll work out tomorrow. And he and and then he he does. It's actually pretty genius. I I, I need to start doing this. Uh, and then he hits play, and he listens to himself. And then you know he's got a very very like. If people think I swear a lot, listen to his stuff. But he's just like it's funny. Listen, like I just sounded like an absolute bitch realize how much of a bitch but it's actually true in the sense that um this this saboteur voice that exists inside us and it's just crazy how how it um how it just comes out and 
And so a good coach can really help you identify that saboteur if you're not able to do it on your own. But a good coach can more importantly really help you get to know yourself better. Uh, and help identify those strengths that you have. A good coach is going to sit there during a discovery session, the early part of coaching, and really focus on like, what are you good at? Like, who are you? Where, 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 where are you strong? Where are you? And so oftentimes people don't know the answer to that, but they do know the answer to is like, when was the last time you were really happy? What does that look like? What was it like for you to be happy? What, what was going right in your life? What was the last time you felt like things were going right in your life? What was going right? What were you doing? What were you feeling like? What, what did that feeling feel like? And that really, as a coach, you start asking people those questions. They, they start to get excited and you start to find that. And when you can get to that place, you can start to solve a lot of problems. And um, that really leads me to kind of the action for this. So the action for this is uh, what, what, what in any situation that you're struggling with, and I'm going to give a couple examples here, but we all struggle. We really, re- really, anyone listen to this, we all struggle with the same stuff. We all want to eat dessert all the time, but we know we shouldn't. We want to eat McDonald's or I don't know about McDonald's. We want to eat crap often, but we know we shouldn't. We want to exercise, um, but it's really hard and we can't keep up with it. We want to eat healthier, but we can't keep up with it. We want better relationships with our significant others. That's really important, right? Like we want to, we don't want to fight. We want to have a good relationship. Um, we want to do well in our job. We all want to do really well in our job. We want to uh, be successful in whatever we define. We all want the same things. We want to be out in nature more. We want to be outside doing fun stuff. We want to be original in our own way. I'm sure the list goes on, but we all want the same things. Um, so whenever you're struggling to get one of those things, whenever you're struggling in a certain area, we all want to be financially sound, but I'm struggling financially. The question to ask yourself isn't, what needs to change in order for me to be more successful in this area? And that's such a bullshit. Uh, and, it, and I say bullshit. I mean, I'm sure I asked that. And it does, it, it, there's a time and a place for that question, but it's, it's not the first time and the place. The first question is often in areas, um, how do you optimize is, well, what's my advantage in this? When it, whenever you struggle with something, take a step back and think about that. What's, well, what's an advantage I have right now? And um, sit on it. So often, another thing in coaching, which you guys should all be really aware of, is when you do that, you're going to sit down and say, what's my advantage? And you're, we are so goddamn impatient. It's unbelievable. What is my advantage in this? I don't know. I don't know what it is. This is stupid. What, what, what needs to change? I mean, that's, that's the rhetoric inside our head versus what's the advantage on this? I don't know. Yes, you do. Sit with it. Sit with it for a second. See what comes up. Something will come up. It always does. What is my advantage in this situation? And that's, th- that's, that's going to help you start to go in the direction of, okay, cool. Uh, and let's talk about some, ex- some examples. For example, I have a client who's come in to work with me. And uh, this client chose to work with me for a very long period of time. And as a coach, I became a better coach for them as we got further on. This is really the biggest one that I learned is um, I want to become more of a assertive bulldog type of person in my career i need it in um i want to they probably they looked at me we this person had been a friend of mine they kind of know me they they looked at me as someone who has been really successful in sales which i certainly have and they think well in order to do that i need to do what maybe joe does or what i see others say well what, what i see the guys from uh what's the movie with leonardo dicaprio uh the wolf of wall street N- not exactly but pick up the phone no shame and um, we worked on that. We sent some accountability around that. And it's just, 
this particular client struggled to meet that accountability, struggled to the point where he'd kind of come to calls and almost be embarrassed, like into coaching, like I just can't do it. So we kind of took a step back and we talked a little bit about it. And um, he's trying to change who he is. So we talked more about where he's comfortable and where his strengths are. And we come up with a, cool, a couple ideas that focused on them. And all of a sudden you can see, we're, we're, it's always a work in progress, but things are just starting to open up for him. Uh, things are really starting to open up for him because instead of focused on being this badass bulldog, I do things like this. It's just, he's being him and who he is. And he's really optimizing himself in that particular area of his life. He's a very honest person. He's a very, cares about people. He's very nice. He's easygoing. Um, and that doesn't mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that um, this person uh, is a pushover. It just means that uh, their strength is that people trust them and they like them. And so being able to, instead of going in there and saying, we need to do business today, it's really becoming clear on um, them having a conversation with whoever their client is and saying, hey, like, well, how can I help you? What can I do for you? Which really is all, what we should all be doing in a way when it comes to sales. We just do it differently. And so I, I guess thinking about it, it's not, the end game isn't all that different. It's just the approach and being more genuine and being more of uh, yourself in that approach. Uh, another example is maybe someone uh, trying to meet someone. So say you have a female client who's trying to meet someone, uh, a significant other. And uh, they don't want to use Tinder. Everyone uses Tinder. They're maybe getting older and they're struggling. Um, and everyone's using Tinder. They're using dating apps. And there's nothing wrong with any of that, but they just felt like, eh, that's just not really me. Uh, and so th- this particular person... Um, likes playing video games. They're really into like video games. And um, that just came up through the coaching, right? Is like they're really, in, that's a hobby of theirs is like playing video games. And so you start to think about how I can meet someone. And I mean, you guys are already connecting the dots, so we can just say it, but there's probably an opportunity. And I, not that this has been accomplished by this person. I'm sure it has by many others. Instead of trying to go out to bars, uh, instead of trying to go out to um, dating apps, whatever it is, what, if, what would it be like for them to go to places where people play video games? Whatever that looks like. I don't know what that looks like, but I know that when I was living in California, there were places where literally people like went and hung out and played video games together. Uh, and the, oftentimes what comes up in that, maybe for this person as well, that's only dorks that play video games. And it's kind of like a, I remember like, it's kind of like an eye-opening moment because it's like, well, whoa, maybe I'm a dork and maybe that's okay. <laughs> you know, so, so again, uh, when I go to meet someone, um, I'm really good at playing video games. That's a strength. That is a strength of mine. I really enjoy it. I'm really good at it. But why don't you put yourself in an environment where other people would envy that or would be, um, would envy is not the right word, but people would be impressed by that versus forcing yourself into a box on a dating app. I don't know. Maybe on your Tinder profile, you put, I'm really good at playing video games and that attracts people. And it, it very well could. I think you guys get my point though, is the ability to optimize versus change. You know, if you're not comfortable going out, um, to bars, then don't go out to bars to meet people. Find out where you are comfortable and optimize that. Play to that strength. Uh, exercising in COVID has been a big one. I know this one hit home for myself and I, uh, for myself. <laughs> it's hit home for myself and I, for myself and, um, and my wife, Natalie, is uh, we had kind of wanted to get back on the bandwagon this year. We, we've both done really well. I've lost a lot of weight and put ourselves in really good shape. And initially that started, we joined the gym by our house. We got up in the morning and went to the gym. And then COVID hit, so we started working out from home. And um, 
it was a game changer. And what what I noticed about that was, and I've probably noticed it more in, in Natalie than myself. But to be fair, both of us. But like, uh, she never really liked going to the gym. She kind of felt a little uncomfortable because like she didn't necessarily know that she was lifting weights the right way. Whatever the hell it is, you know, you got all these like meatheads or whatever, uh, guys and girl meatheads, and. Um, I didn't really give a shit about that. And plus, you know, I've worked out. I've, I've worked out. I've grew up playing sports and exercising. So I guess maybe I was more comfortable in that environment than her. But then all of a sudden she got into working out from home and she was working out more than me because it just, it was her strength. She was very comfortable in her own environment versus forcing herself to go to a gym or maybe not even, she didn't really even maybe want to go to a class, uh, in a gym. And just a really small example of, uh, I think, it's funny, I was talking about this on a coaching call this morning, was exercising and finding out what works for you and optimizing that. Um, again, I need to exercise. I need to be healthier. What is the advantage I have in this? Well, the advantage I have in this is I really like playing soccer. So let me join a soccer league and go exercise and I'm running around two nights a week and see what that leads to. Might, might, might be a great way to meet someone too. So again, that's a strength versus, well, most people go to the gym or most people go to classes. Uh the last one I want to talk about is this is actually, I, I want to use myself as, a, as an example. So um, I've started out doing this podcast now. It's been 22 episodes, 22 weeks straight. That's a pretty good commitment. I'm pretty proud of myself for that. Uh, I was doing a weekly tip. I've kind of gotten away from that because I'm trying to figure out the best way to do that. Uh, but now I'm like, okay, I need to like figure out how I'm going to do this. I've told you I got the six-week beta program that I just ran people through, so I want to figure that out. Um, but for me... Um, building my coaching business, right? I'm like, how do I do this? How do I, how do I really grow this up? How do I really do this? And I'm like, find myself often like Googling online or looking at people. And, uh, I am, uh, I'm actually interviewing and considering hiring a coach to help me. Um, but the question that I need to ask, so it was funny because as I was going through some examples here, I'm like, well, what's something I struggle with? And it's like, right now I'm struggling to build my business and not as much that like, oh my God, I can't find people. It's just like, what do I want to do? And I'm a hyperachiever, so I'm overwhelmed. I want to do everything. I want to do everything great. And um, one of the things that came up to me is like, well, what's my strength? And one of my strengths is, I believe, is um, I have a knack for breaking things down. I just got off a call with my manager, and that's one of the things she said. Like when you give demos to clients, you're so good at just like making it work for them and saying it in a way that's not overwhelming or easy for them, you know, not difficult for them to understand. And, um, I have a knack for that. I'm good at that. I've always been good at like communicating with people and kind of breaking stuff down. That's part of the reason why I've gotten into coaching and part of the reason why I've, I think I've enjoyed this podcast really and this, the actual approach to stuff. And the question for me is how can I use that to help me build my coaching business? And the, and the answers come out, right? Like you can start a podcast and help people do that. But there's other things too, especially specifically as it relates to, uh, my particular coaching business. Um, so those are some things to think about. Uh, but the end game for this, what I really need you to get out of this over anything else, guys, is when you're struggling with something, don't look to, don't look so quickly for, and really, this is what it is. And th- hopefully I've, exp- the, the pie in the sky advice on this is look within. We so often seek answers on the outside, but all the answers are on the inside. That's the pie in the sky bullshit thing that you would read on a quote and be like, oh, that sounds great. This has just been a 27 and a half, got about to be 28 minute episode on how you can do that. And when you say look within, that is optimizing what's already there. You have strengths. Each of you have strength in your own way. And that strength can be uncovered. 
you can shine that light and then you can shine it in any direction. When I say by any direction, that means any particular area of your life. And you can become more successful in that area uh, depending on what success means to you. Hope you guys have a great day. Talk to you soon. Hey guys, it's Joe. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I have a couple requests for you. Number one, subscribe to the podcast. If you liked it, subscribe, share it with some friends. Number two, go to my website, joechiccarelli.com and subscribe to my blog. I send updates out when I drop new podcasts uh, once in a while with new blogs and some other stuff. So I'll keep you updated on what's going on. The last piece, if you or anyone you know has interest in joining the podcast as a potential client or even as someone um, to have a valuable discussion or you know someone that might be good for me to bring on here an interview and pick their brain about how they've, uh, how they've, how they've come to find success in their life, let me know. Uh, you can get my contact information on my website if you don't already have it. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. I hope you have a great day.